Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was talking to Wyatt, it just looks like looks like it's a phase. Like, I remember when I first took testosterone, it was like this cool thing, I thought I was fucking sick. I was like, ooh, I'm pinning, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I feel so cool, but then at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody cares that you're on gear. It's not a cool thing. Taking no drug is cool. Like, it's not gonna make you cool. A lot of people think that way in high school, and it's not something that should be viewed as as cool. It should be a very serious thing that you think about. What's up guys, another episode of Anabolic Activities. Today's gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna be talking about TikTokers promoting gear and how I feel about that, being somebody who takes gear and how people try to glamorize and make it this cool trend and when really, it, I don't, in my opinion, it shouldn't be that. So we're gonna get into that. Alright, so the kid's name, or he's my age, so his name is Stoffer Stouffer, and I'll give my opinion on the stuff he posts. I don't know him as a person. I'm sure he's a great guy. Um, he seems cool. It just, the stuff that he puts out, people are going to have opinions on, and I am one of those people. So I just watched a video of his. He's known for like making these TikToks or Instagram reels that are like him pinning and you know just basically showing that he's not natural and then going to the gym and doing these crazy he's got the crazy eyes going and he's curling doing whatever making it look intense but I personally think that that type of shit is going to influence kids that are even younger than me to at least think about putting stuff that could potentially be super harmful into, into their body a lot earlier. And I know he's not a role model. That's what most people are going to say that post like this. I'm not a role model. I'm not your dad. I'm not going to control you, which is true. But for myself, I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not saying he's making his money, he's doing his thing, found his route, that's great. But just me, I look at that and I worry about kids that are 
13, 14, 15, that age group that don't know any better and they might look up to somebody like that and think it's this cool thing to do because it, he does make his reels and TikToks, they're entertaining. They, it makes it look super cool. Like I would, I would watch that. It's, you know, it seems hardcore. It seems like, oh, I need to do this so that I can look like him and I can train like him. But honestly, if I saw something like that and I was 13, who knows what I would have done. I was already super, um, I guess, easy to convince. I wasn't doing anything like that at 13, but I probably, if TikTok was out by back then and I was watching him and there's a couple other people that do the same thing, I probably would have considered it, as dumb as it sounds. I probably would have been like, hmm, well, if I take this, if I take this testosterone, if I take gear or even an oral steroid, I want to look like that. I want to have results like that. I want to be cool like that. So maybe I might dabble in that a lot earlier than I already did because I already started young. Uh, for most people, it would be considered young. Um, a lot of pros that I've talked to and that I've listened to still started 19, 20. So it's not uncommon, but it is young and you're not fully developed. So I get that. Um, but yeah, I probably would have started thinking about gear a lot more and what I could take or, you know, can I take an oral or whatever the fuck, because I'm seeing stuff like this example, Tony huge. I watched a ton of Tony huge, which some of you might know he's been to super training. He's done videos with Mark. He did like this crazy, uh, I think it was like 10 day blast where you're gaining a crazy amount of muscle he said like 12 pounds of muscle might be more than that in like x amount of days so or weeks maybe which we know is not really possible a lot of it's going to be water weight but that's not the point the point is i would see people like tony huge before i really jumped into the bodybuilding industry not to say i'm in it but the people i was getting information from I was still new. I still didn't know, like, this is an IFBB pro. This is a good coach. These people probably know what they're talking about. They're at a high level, and they're doing it right. This person probably isn't the best person to be getting advice from and looking up to. And I do – Tony Huge is great. He does put out a lot of great content that's good information, um, and he is into like biohacking and all the chemistry and stuff like that, which is great. I just think that looking back when I was young, I thought he was the guy. I thought everybody was listening to him. I thought that was the best way to do it. I wasn't doing what he was doing, but it was just entertaining. It was just like, oh damn, if I, if I start doing this or when I start doing this, this is what it takes. This is what I should do. And a lot of those protocols he was giving out was crazy. And no, I haven't followed any of them. Um, I never did. Luckily, by the time I started to take tests, it was just that. And I also knew people like Mark, my buddy Soli, who really guided me through and was like, you're going to take the, the tiniest amount and you're going to respond well. So that's always how I've approached it. Um, 
But yeah, I just think that influences younger, the younger generation and younger kids that really don't even want to be bodybuilders because he, I mean, I guess he's into bodybuilding. He, he might live the lifestyle. And I've only done one show going on my second show. But I wouldn't consider, I don't think he wants to compete. I have no idea, but it doesn't look like he wants to compete. When I look at a account, when I look at an account like that, and then I see a pro or I see that Anton guy who's 19 and he's a pro and he looks crazy, like you could just tell the difference based off of, I've seen a couple of this, this dude's YouTube videos. It's very all over the place. It's a lot of taking shit. It's a lot of eating shit. It's a lot of just not, you know, you watch Jay Cutler's full day of eating or any of these top guys full day of eating. It's structured. It's specific meals and it's timed. Everything is like laid out like a, a bodybuilder. And with this, I just noticed it's pretty, it's all over the place. It's like any college kid. When I was in college, it was the same way. So I'm not hating on it. I just don't consider, I'm not going to watch him for bodybuilding content. Um, but younger kids don't know the difference. So they're going to think they might associate him with what a bodybuilder does and how a bodybuilder lives his life, which is not the case. A bodybuilder is a hermit for the most part and is super structured. So, and that I can relate to because that's what I do now. So, my opinion, my overall opinion is, all right, guys, sorry to interrupt this video, but we have some sponsor shout-outs. Pride Foods, basically cream of rice like you see in the store in the orange box, way less iron. The digestion is super consistent. You're never going to get bubble guts or bloated on this. It's always It works every time. We got some white rice here super delicious and then we have cream of rice this one's unflavored you can put it in if you're in an off season it works great because it's broken down you can get a lot of rice in there a lot of carbs and just mix it in your meat uh, your beef your chicken your steak whatever so this is very key in the off season we also have other flavors like blueberry chocolate brownie peanut butter coconut and a bunch of other flavors, but also have fats, nut butters. These are delicious. Brown sugar, honey, and salted chocolate. They're dangerously delicious. Um, so if you want to check them out, go to pridefoods.com. Use code anabolic10 to save some money and support. All right. We also have Within You brand. Delicious. You guys know about the steak shake. We have hydration packs. We have fasting gum for those of you that are cutting, trying to lose weight. We have a ton of stuff. We also have whey protein and we have Keto Pro. So all of those are delicious. My favorite steak shake flavor is the coconut, the chocolate coconut. And hydration would have to be fruit punch. So these are amazing. This is great for performance in the gym, muscle contractions. This is just all around anabolic. You get all the benefits of red meat in a shake. And the whey protein digests super well and mixes in water. Amazing. So use code Kenny10 to save money and support. 
I honestly just think it's fucking stupid, but that's my opinion. I'm not hating on the dude. I just, from what I see, I think that is, is stupid. I think most bodybuilders would probably agree. That's why you don't see any bodybuilder, really, besides like Tony Huge and some of the guys that were, I guess, open about it. But even Tony Huge, he had a reason and he could explain what he was doing and how everything works and all of that and really go in depth on everything. And usually there was a goal. And with this, it just seems like, I don't, I don't even know. He, he probably has goals, but to be honest, it just, every video is just pinning and making these edits, which is fine. But I just think it's, it's stupid because I wouldn't want to, even though I'm not responsible, I don't want to influence anyone younger than me to take gear because there's, like I just watched this video that he put out of, uh, it said one cycle won't hurt, which I don't know what he meant by that, but one cycle can definitely hurt. I've seen one cycle hurt a ton of people who aren't, don't have any intentions of bodybuilding or competing. They take, you know, either a bunch of tests or some people start out with a full blown stack, which is crazy to me. Um, and they get gyno, they get a bunch of acne, they get all these side effects because of one cycle. And then they have to come off from being up here. They have to go down here. That causes a lot of depression. Then your test isn't high. Even if you're PCTing, you don't get that same high. You don't get that same feeling, which is why people stay on for so long and get addicted. Um, so it comes with a bunch of shit. And for me, a lot of it was mental shit or mental stuff, um, which... There's some people that talk about it, but if you just think about you're putting hormones into your body when you're young, you're not developed, um, your testosterone still has room to increase naturally, so you're going to put synthetic testosterone in you, and that could throw off your ratio of estrogen to test, so you could either, your estrogen could shoot up where you feel, you feel terrible when my estrogen shoots up. I am emotional, I have anxiety, I overthink about everything, um, so it the, one cycle can definitely hurt you. If you're talking about just testosterone at like, you know, a TRT dose, I would say, this is not advice, but I would say you're more likely to avoid a lot of these things than if you were to take a bunch of gear and do what most people are doing. Um, but I would say the main thing is educate yourself and know where to get your um, information from. That's one thing I, I had to go through in the beginning is knowing who is, what's a credible source, who is going to give me good information that's not going to hurt me, that's not going to guide me in the wrong direction. And to me, he is just not one of those people. And I don't... he. Again, I don't think he's trying to be, but just the fact that that shit is on the internet um, and could potentially influence younger people, I'm not a fan of it, um, and I'm not really in the TikTok world either, so whatever, I get that it gets views, but to me, it's just like this 
it seems like it's a phase. Like what happens when you're like, what is your end goal? Like, are you just going to make those videos your whole life till you're 30 and then you have a kid or something like you can't do that forever. So that's why to me, without even saying anything or I really don't care, but to me, I was talking to why it just looks like, it looks like it's a phase. Like I remember when I first took testosterone, it was like this cool thing. I thought I was fucking sick. I was like, Ooh, I'm pinning. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I feel so cool. But then at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody cares that you're on gear. It's not a cool thing. Taking no drug is cool. Like it's not going to make you cool. This isn't, you know, a lot of people think that way in high school. So when it comes to gear, which has more of an impact than whatever drug you're going to try for the most part, like you're messing with hormones. And I think some mess with your brain chemistry. I know trend does haven't tried it, but I've heard, um, especially being younger, like I said, it could throw you off a lot. So it's going to have more of an impact than if you just smoke weed and then it goes away. It's like you're putting synthetic drugs into your body and you're injecting it. So it's, it is a lot different and it's not something that should be viewed as as cool. It should be a very serious thing that you think about. And I know I sound maybe hypocritical because I started at the age I did, but I don't regret it. And I, I know what I want to do. I want to be a pro bodybuilder. So that's what it takes. I'm not going to be one of those guys that waits a bunch of years to reach my natty potential and then start because by that point I could be 30 and I don't really want to bodybuild in my 30s, 40s. Like I want to do this while I'm young, while I'm fresh, while my body is resilient and can bounce back and then, you know, turn pro and then from there do whatever I want. Um, unless, you know, I'm at the very top. So yeah, I just think it's a phase. I look at that. I don't think immaturity, maybe slightly, but I just, me and him are very opposite. I'm very, I mean, I'm open about what I take, what I use. I just made a post just now actually about the fact that this whole prep I've been on, this isn't uh, advice, but this whole prep I've been on. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It. And then now that I push my show back, whatever, 10 weeks out, I have a lot of cards I can play. But the point is, is there's a difference between being honest and transparent and then making it look a certain way and coming off as this is the thing to do. This is what you should do. And I know he's not saying that, but if I'm, if I don't know anything and I'm looking at this, I'm either going to get scared because it looks aggressive, which is good. You should be scared. Or I'm going to be like, oh, this is fucking sick. Being a 13, 14, 15-year-old kid, I'm probably going to look at that and be like, this looks sick. I want to try this. So 
that's what I, I worry about. And I know I sound like an old man, but I just am a little bit sensitive when it comes to this topic because it did mess with me mentally the first time I tried it, and it was just testosterone. So some people are like, test is fucking can't kill you, it can't do anything, but when you're young and you take a bunch and then you come off, it's like your body is like, what the fuck is going on? And I felt that. And I got depressed and I had anxiety. I'm already an anxious person. So when I took that and then came off, I was more anxious. I was all over the place. I didn't feel like myself. My estrogen was high. I was emotional. All these things started to happen. And it almost to a point where I just was like, I'm not going to bodybuild. I'm going to train, but I'm not going to do gear because I don't think I have what it takes to be able to handle that. Um, that fluctuation of like hormones and stuff, but here we are in a contest prep, so I didn't quit, but yeah, all right, so another thing is on the flip side of that, I do respect somebody that's super open and just being himself, so that I support, I respect that, um, I can relate to that, because Clearly, he's just being himself. He's not hiding anything. Um, and if that's what he does, then that's what he does. And you, I have, I mean, I do respect that. I just think that for me personally, and not everybody's going to feel the same way I do, I just worry about how it could affect other people or influence other people. But I found like a balance. And I don't have a crazy following, but. If I did, I would still be in the middle with that. And I would be aware that a lot of the stuff I'm doing, other people are watching. And they might want to do the same thing. Um, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put anything out there that, you know, even puts that thought across a young kid's mind as far as thinking that they need gear anytime soon. Um, because I talk about training, diet, cardio more than I talk about gear, but I am transparent and I am open about gear. If somebody asks me a question, I'm going to be honest. Um, on the last post I just made, I was honest. Um, so I just found kind of a middle ground. Um, but then you have people like Rich Piana who are super open about it. Now he wasn't going and making videos like that. He wasn't, you know, showing himself. Maybe he has before. Um, I know he showed like his growth hormone and stuff in the fridge before and been super open about everything he's doing. Talked about cycles, like super detailed what he does which is cool, but I think he always followed it up with this is what I do and explained why he's doing each each compound and what his goal is and that he still like, you know, told people to stay natural. Don't take this shit if you you know, can't deal with the consequences or don't plan on competing. Um now he didn't compete he competed super early on, and then he just wanted to be a big-ass motherfucker, which is respectable. 
He's a goat. He's one of the my favorite influencers ever. I watched him from high school, basically all four years of high school. I watched Rich Piana, and I definitely, um, I just loved his content because he was so raw and open. Um, and I'd have to watch more of this dude's YouTube videos to maybe have a more accurate opinion. But as far as what I see just on social media, I. I just think maybe, you know, don't put half of that shit in there. Show the intense training. Maybe show, like, I don't know, you could, like, pop Cialis or something. Like, something that's not going to be, you know, pinning yourself. Um, maybe, you know, taking a pill. But showing yourself pinning all the time, I just, I don't know. Also, still being young like 22, I I would just steer away from anything like that. And if people come to you with questions, you know, on social media, I would always be open, but I'm not going to show myself pinning and then going and having a great workout because that's not, in my opinion, what working out or even bodybuilding is about. If you want to be a professional bodybuilder, that's just what it comes with. Like, it's just something you have to do, but I'm not focused on, you know, I'm not even focused on the drug part. I'm just focused on the training, the cardio, the diet, and the routine as a whole. And then that is just something that helps all those things. But I don't like hyper focus on that. And I don't recommend it to people. I've had tons of people come to me and want to hop on gear. And fortunately, I've kind of talked them out of it. Again, not because I'm old and have tons of experience. I just know, based off of the information they give me, how dialed in they are, what their end goal is, that you don't need that. So I wouldn't take gear unless I planned to compete and be a pro bodybuilder. Maybe I would be on some, like maybe a little bit of testosterone, but anything else I just I wouldn't do because I... I don't want to risk messing up my quality of life and having a little bit higher test to me personally would be fine, but I wouldn't be doing half of the stuff I'm doing if I didn't want to be a pro bodybuilder. I wouldn't be doing the crazy amount of cardio. I wouldn't be super strict with my diet. I would have a little bit more leeway and balance and I for sure wouldn't Put anything in my body that could potentially hurt me I would just you can still watch him like his YouTube videos are sick they're super entertaining he's a college student you know he has the I don't give a fuck attitude kind of like Rich Piana he doesn't live the typical bodybuilding lifestyle which could be appealing for a lot of people because not everybody wants to eat six meals on time every day and do all these things that are super structured. I would definitely say he promotes or shows balance. So that's cool. But if I was 14, 15, it's easier said than done, but I would just take that piece, that piece of content, information, whatever, and just not listen to it. Because to me, the side effects should scare you off, first of all. And if they don't, if you're somebody that's more aggressive, then I'm not going to tell you to not watch them.
because he's entertaining. And if you like, you like who you like. Um, I just would remove that part completely. Um, just, you know, watch what he eats, watch his workouts, what he has to say. But when it comes to those things, I would just ignore it. That's the only piece of advice I could give. That's, that's what I did with Rich Piana. You know, I listened to how he feels about food, you know, eating big to get big. What he did, he, he's tried keto. He's gone cuts. He's talked about other supplements. Like there's other supplements out there that's not steroids that are great for you. Like, I don't know. You can fucking creatine. There's natural test boosters. There's, um, I don't know, hydration supplements, different proteins, you know, just EAAs, carb powders. There's other stuff that could supplement your routine and you could get a lot of benefit out of. It's not going to be the same as gear, but it still adds something. So I would just block that part out. And then whenever you feel... um you're responsible enough, like you have your shit together for the most part, you're old enough, um, then I would do it. And I'm only saying that because I didn't do that. I didn't have either of those things set up when I started, and it fucked me. So that's why, that's what I recommend, because I've seen, I saw what it did to myself, and I don't want that to happen to other people, and I'm always thinking about other people. So when I see something like this, I immediately go to, oh, I would hate for this to like guide a kid in, in, in down a bad path of fucking their body up at a young age, a younger age than I did. So bits and pieces. Also, don't listen to one person. I was listening to everybody, John Meadows, Rich Piana, John Jewett, um, a little bit of Tony Huge, but again, you have to pick and choose what you listen to with those people so you don't get too influenced to do it. Um, but there's a ton of people that you could be more, um, maybe not open-minded, but you're, you're, the people you listen to to get information, it should be very broad, if that's the right word. It should be a variety of different people that cover each little aspect and then you can also, like, they might be talking about the same topic, and then one person says, I don't know, one person says, you need intra-workout carbs for your workouts, and this is why, here's the benefits, and then the other person might say, you don't need intra-workout carbs, here's the benefits, but here's, you know, why they're not necessary, so, and then choose which, which one you want to try, and choose which guy you like better, that way you have multiple sources of info. So Wyatt Films just asked me how I feel about the fact that the algorithm is going to pick up all the flashy, trendy stuff, which is going to be a kid pinning because it's like crazy and it's entertaining and most of the time people want to see stuff like that. So it's going to be, nowadays it's not as hard, but I know I didn't know who to listen to. I, I just saw, you know, at the at the time, Tony Huge was super popular. So I just figured, oh, he's getting a lot of views. This person is popular. Then this must be the guy to listen to because everybody else is. Um, but it was harder to find, like, quality sources, genuine sources. 
um, of information and advice. Even when I was in high school, um, I didn't have, or TikTok, I don't think was a thing. But even Instagram, like, I'm only seeing the, like Wyatt said, the flashy shit. The shit that's going to get views. And that's not always necessarily the best information. So, with that, I would just say, I even started forums. Like, the bodybuilding forums were long before my time. But even then... I still found it fascinating that there was these forums with all these bodybuilding coaches giving good information. You just had to dig for it. So don't be afraid and put in the effort to find good information like John Meadows, John Jewett, um, Merrick Health. Even their Instagram puts out a lot of good quick tips about a bunch of stuff. Stan Efforting, Mark, all these people are great. Joe Sullivan. Um, all these people are amazing, super smart, and they're not going to spit out any bad information to where you follow it and then you mess yourself up. So I would just say, don't be afraid to dig for what you want to find, the, get the right answer. And even if you don't know what the right answer is, at least you did enough digging to where now you have four people on the same topic. And then from there you can, you know, Okay, this guy said this. I'm going to click on this guy's account. I'm going to go through his shit and see if I can relate or see if I like what he's saying. Um, and, and then maybe see the response from other people. Like if this guy's, you know, an asshole, then you're going to see that most likely in the comments or you're going to hear it from somebody. Um, but that would be my biggest piece of advice. Like I, even though forums, again, were like, ancient when I was in high school and you didn't have to do that because you had YouTube, you had Google, you had Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I still, you know, it's not like it's outdated. Maybe some of it is now with all the studies, but just putting in that effort to get tons of information, take notes. I took, I have notebooks stacked up he to here let me redo that. I have notebooks stacked up to hear of podcasts I'll listen to, of information. Like I'll pick whatever. Let's say it's carb cycling. I'll write carb cycling. I'll write down sometimes every single thing I see on this uh, website or whatever, I'll write down. Most of the time it's just bullet points and then I'll listen to a podcast on carb cycling. Okay, I'm going to write all the stuff that I feel is important. But I've done that through multiple people with the same topic that way I can look back and be like which one do I which one am I interested in which one makes most sense to me when it comes to drugs it's a little bit different because everybody's gonna have everybody's gonna do something different there's coaches that love insulin there's coaches that hate insulin there's coaches that think you need to run grams of gear and then there's coaches that give you the minimum effective dose like it pin three times a week, pin every day. Like there's so much stuff. Um, so I just recommend listening, listening to all of it and picking quality sources. It's not that hard nowadays to find somebody who's genuine. Like I've mentioned already like three times, John Meadows, um, John Jewett puts out a lot of information about gear and stuff like that and supplements. Stan Efforting, um, Mike Isertel on training, all, all the, 
There's so many people you could go to to get information now, so it's not going to be as hard now. And it wasn't hard back then for me either. So, yeah, I just, I would say ignore a lot of the shit that comes off as aggressive or entertaining. You know, if you see a guy pinning and doing a, doing bicep curls, making it look super intense, like, you have to filter that stuff out. That is just eyewash. That's not giving you any information. That all, that all that's going to do is maybe influence you to do something stupid. But if you talk to any bodybuilder, like I have with all the people that have came through super training, they're not going to tell you to hop on gear. They're not going to glamorize gear. They're going to talk about training, nutrition, and that's pretty much it cardio or what style of training they do or how they approach their diet that's the most important stuff you know I'm not talking to Mark all day about gear I'm not talking to Stan about gear so but if you have somebody like that who is super knowledgeable if you wanted to ask that would be the time to ask that would be the time to feel like okay this is somebody that knows what they're talking about so if you have a question on gear Ask those people, but just really try to filter out the bullshit that's for, I guess, entertainment, which is going to be hard if you're young because you're not going to know the difference. But don't act on anything. That's my piece of advice. No matter what you see, don't act on anything. Just gather as much information as you possibly can because even now, when I was 14 to 17, I have all this information in my notebooks. I have all these things saved in my phone. I'll just copy and paste the link into my notes. I have tons of that. Um, and I can go back and look. And some of the things are stupid. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad that I didn't do that because it would have messed me up. But I don't know. I'm not going to give it an age cap. But just if you're 12, 13, 14, starting to work out, the next five years should be just stacking information, learning as much as you can from yourself and then hiring a coach to help you further your whatever you want to do. I do worry a little bit about the younger people in the fitness industry. Um, I am not fully immersed. I'm not super into the fitness industry. Like, I don't have a crazy following. I do have, I am connected to a lot of people and I've had the opportunity to talk to people with a ton of followers and we follow each other, which is cool. I pick their brains whenever I have a question. But I would say this stuff is not, a. I don't know. I would just say this stuff is not anything to play around with. And the more I've seen, the more I've gotten older, and now I'm only 22, but even that time frame from even like when my little brother was in high school a couple years ago, there's people really considering taking like harmful drugs for no valid reason, just to take them, just to look a certain way. And if you look at a trend that every you know group of, of crazy athletes, of crazy bodybuilders, powerlifters, they all go through the same cycle of they do it for a little bit and then they realize, oh, fuck, you know, I messed myself up. 
Now we got to start, we're stopping lifting. We're starting to, you know, be more active, run. We're not taking drugs anymore. We're, we have to do a whole protocol and be super careful with our blood work, which is what you should do. But I'm just saying a lot of the people that have talked to me and that I've seen want to hop on stuff, they aren't going to be ready to do that. They're either going to get super sucked into it and never come off and just blast, 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 and then that's going to be awful for you. Or they're going to, you know, take it once and then really mess themselves up. Or they're just not going to be ready. They're not going to do any of, take any of the steps afterwards to, to be healthy still. So this, this is like a, a whole commitment, in my opinion. Yeah, you could do one cycle and come off. That's totally fine. But for most people, that doesn't work. That's what I thought I was going to do. And now I'm competing and doing bodybuilding. So it's not as easy as it sounds to just try it once um, and just stop. So that's what I see most. And I kind of worry because I just don't want a bunch of young people starting. It's starting to become regular that everybody's taking gear, that it's the way to go. And a lot of these people that I see that are young, because I'm also young, so I'm not trying to be a hypocrite, like I said, but a lot of these people don't plan to bodybuild. They, they just want a sick physique, and in my opinion, you can get a sick physique naturally. You don't have to work. That takes so much. That would take so much stress off of me. I didn't, I wouldn't have to worry about you know what I'm getting, what I need to take, when I need to take it. I'm just lifting and training, and that was the most fun in my lifting little path career. That's when it was most fun when I was just eating and training. Didn't worry about competing. Didn't worry about how lean or how big I am. Didn't worry about. My estrogen's high, so now I need to fix it, and now I'm depressed, or now I'm emotional. Like, you don't want to have to worry about any of those things. And there is a right way to do it, but still, you're going to run into some side effects. It's not just going to be a, you know, a clean path the whole way. You're going to, you know, there's going to be bumps. It's not going to be just a straight line to, now I'm jacked, and with, with no worries like it doesn't there's nothing that does that aside from training and eating which is the most i mean that's the healthiest thing you could do is just focus on those two so yeah i worry just because i do care about people and i don't want to see them you know really mess themselves up like i've said a million times this episode but i just don't think it's worth it and I think you need to be selective with where you get your information from. Don't be impulsive. Don't do something stupid. And just focus on the basics. And if you don't plan to be a pro bodybuilder, don't take gear. Um, and if you do, still don't take gear until you, you know, unless you have some guidance. That would be my advice is get a coach that knows what they're doing so that they can guide you. If you're like, I don't know, 21 and you're like, this is what I want to do. Make sure you have somebody next to you that knows how to, that cares about you and that knows how to approach that and do it the right way so that you don't have to worry about all these 
scary things throughout the whole process. So that's enough anabolic activities for today. If you guys found this entertaining and you actually listened, I appreciate you. We love all the support. If you have any uh, topics for videos next, let us know. We might, I think we might do a podcast with Mark. So if you have anything, let us know. Like the video, comment. Until next time.